0: I always wanted to be an entertainer. Hear me out. When I was nine years old, all I would do is sing and dance. And I was a very lonely young child. And dare I say, I was really good at it. Fast forward to middle school, while other boys at break periods would mostly race or play football, I was sat in the class composing rap music or dancing to the ladies. I was ready to throw my talents and, and turn it into a career uh, so, at a very young age, I was so sure that I was solicited out in the university. But now I am an undergraduate in the University of Technology studying cybersecurity with a proposed graduation year of 2022. But sadly, I am still in my fourth or five years and I'm recording this in the middle of an ASO strike. So, I still don't have an idea when I'm going to graduate. I have zero dollars in my name with an idea that hopefully would change the way we work. So, welcome to the journey. I know where I was. This is where I am, and together we are about to find out where I am going to be. My name is Mindy, and I'm happy you're listening to me. This podcast is not scripted. There's no writer, and this is coming straight from my head. So, um Pardon me if I uh, stumble some in some places or I st- just start saying gibberish at some point. Um, it's not scripted, it's just off the top of my head and I'm just here to share things that I've been doing, um, what I'm doing right now and the things I plan to do in the future Um, I got the inspiration to do this by um, a CEO that I admire a lot, um, Stephen Bartlett. He runs a a podcast called The Diary of a CEO, and I started listening to him uh, about two months ago, Um, and he has been very, very um, useful, very, very um, inspiring and um, educative, and he said that um, it's important to have, like, a documentary of your own life, um, it's just, like, um, having a, a place that you can always go back to check, you know, listen to yourself or, um, check your growth, your progress, um, you know, just so you can track how far you've gone, um, over a period of time, so, um, there's a lot you can learn just by seeing your growth rate within a month, two months, or within a quarter, and you can quickly use that information to improve your decisions and improve um your uh, steps moving forward. Um, because I mean, if you have to take about two years to check your growth, then you have made you would have made a lot of mistakes in the past. So um, that's why I'm doing this. I don't think that there would be so much value that I'm just gonna be giving you based off of my experience. Um I don't think I've experienced so much in life to start dishing out values, but um I have listened to a lot of people and I have read um a lot of books kind of. Um so I feel like many of the things that I learned from this book I can um share here, but most importantly, um I'm doing this so I can share my growth and put my growth in the hands of you listening to me. I am also doing this uh, because in the book Atomic Habits by James Clare, uh, I learned that it was important to build an habit out of uh, a small, minute... um, activity that you can um, push yourself to do every day, every week, and all of that. Um, I'm very new into the game of self-discipline, honestly. It is an aspect of my life that I am currently trying to work on, so that's another reason why I'm really doing this. I am trying to build a um, a pattern, a routine for myself. Um, so, this podcast is a weekly routine to help me um, organize myself. And I know that um, at a particular day, I have to record um, a podcast, an episode about what I have experienced within the week and um, share my growth with um, everyone and also share um, lessons that I've learned. From that week, and also from the various other podcasts I listen to and other books that I read, um, that's one uh, very important uh, thing, or should I say, value that I am getting personally from from doing this. So, um, doing this is is therapeutic for me, right? It's it's a way for um, for me to just express myself. You know, right now it looks like I am just talking to myself, honestly, but I know that eventually people would get to listen to this and i'm being brutally honest um that's why i'm not scripting this so this is just from the top of my head to you um talking about um my journey and um trying to show you what it just looks like in the life of a regular dude that has some big um vision or idea in his head and uh He's also a student and is trying to also work, um, build a career, and just you know, facing all of the whole struggle, especially in a country like Nigeria. Um, and that's why this podcast is titled The Journey, because I just I just want to carry you guys along in, in my journey, but um the value that I expect that you should get from this is that. Um, You should use this as an opportunity to start um, documenting your life, as an opportunity to say, by the time I listen to um, the journey next week, I should have done this. Um, By the time I listen to the journey next two weeks, I should have achieved this. Um, um, I'm going to start documenting my life in a diary. I'm going to start... um, Articulating um values that I've learned from different experiences every week in one way or the other, right um start a YouTube channel you know write uh, open a medium account, start writing something um start writing blog posts or just do something that helps you document your life and I promise it's going to be of huge value to you so without further ado, um uh, I'm going to head into um the first few things in my diary. And because I'm just starting this out, trust me, I've never had a diary before. Maybe I kind of did when I was kind of like a kid, but I mean an actual diary that would really um, be of help and would have actual value. I just started this last week, so and I'm sharing it with you. Um, Before recording this episode, of course, I had uh, highlighted certain points that I wanted to discuss. Um, of course, from listening to Stephen Bartlett and uh, from other books. And I wanted to just use this point as the, um, uh, as the should I say, uh, a way to shape your mindset of how you should be thinking uh, as you listen to other episodes in this podcast. So I feel like um, it will be very, very relevant to um, have a certain mindset moving forward. And the first point I have here is... Um, Embrace the fact that you are small, early and young. You are still in your better phase. You can change, upgrade, unlearn and relearn, and maybe even decide to identify as a new gender. Who knows? And what I'm just trying to communicate here is that um, a lot of us are are, are, are rushing right now. the world is moving very, very fast and we all feel like we need to catch up. We need to hurry up and catch up with the world um, unless the world would run so fast and move past us and we'll be living in the past. Um, I constantly feel like that. I constantly feel like I am not doing what I should be doing. I'm not where I should have been. Um, I, I have failed several times to see who I am right now and. Um, understand what i have who i am and where i've been in the past you know you know checking that progress and enjoying the process i have always been about at getting the results um i have a friend one of my very closest friends, Afalabi. he would tell me you keep living in a fantasy or he tells me um you have so many great ideas but it looks like it looks like a fantasy because you are trying to achieve a particular result that is so huge that you are forgetting the process to achieving this result, right? So I'm always looking after next five years, next ten years. This is what I should have by then. This is what I should have now. Why don't I have it now? But I keep forgetting the fact that I am young. I um small right uh my business is small um the company I'm trying to build right now it is still small, and I have to embrace that fact in order to help me grow faster or better. The growth may not be fast, but the growth would be better um maybe i'll I'll try to break down the differences between better growth and faster growth um yeah at some point um But yeah, you you need to embrace that fact. You are still young. So enjoy the fact that you are young, right? Enjoy the fact that you are small. Because think about it, old people are rigid. Old people are not flexible. So if they do something in a particular way, think about it like they have to continue to do that thing in that way. Because if they make too much effort to change, then they can break. So imagine a very um elderly um lady or man, um probably eighty-nine year old that's trying to do a front flip or a back flip. Um just imagine such catastrophe, right? Because they can't do so much out of um, you know, stand-up walk, it's uh maybe hang out with little cho- hang out with little children and all of that. So there's there's just so much that you can do right, but when you are young you can fl- you you can jump off an airplane right you can <laughs> you can hop into a chopper and jump off you can uh you know go diving air diving or skydiving yeah right you can you can really <laughs> you can do anything you want. So think about it in the sense of um, running a business or trying to build a company. Understanding the fact that you are small helps you limit um, your sense of—I uh, don't want to say it limits your creativity—but it helps you to see what is feasible, what is possible. It, it helps you identify um, the, your next steps, the steps that you can take, and the steps that you need to reserve for, you know, when you get bigger also as a small company you have the opportunity to change a lot of things if you recognize the fact that you are small um in my company we uh i don't think it's a company yet but in the company that i'm trying to build we th- there are so many things that we have seen that we have identified and, and we know that for sure it, this has to change or um there are so many things that we have already changed in our business model in um our operations in the in the way we handle our team members even in bringing up new team members and letting um letting go of some of some team members right so because we are small we can easily make moves like that cuz you know we recognize that fact right so yeah th- that's the first point just embrace the fact that you are small you are young and you have, you know, higher chances to unlearn, relearn, and change. The, the next point I have here is focus on the process, not results. You need this mindset as you go along on the journey because if you are very, um, very, very result-driven, which is not bad, it's good to be result-oriented, but if you forget the process, you would never achieve your results. And while you are dreaming about the results and basking in the um, possibility of that results, you tend to forget that um, only the process can make the results happen. So you have to put yourself in a position where um, you understand the results that you want to get. You need to build actionable steps to get into that result. After building these actionable steps, you need to take each step as the new results to achieve. So, that's how to understand, that. that that's how to focus on process. Because you have broken down your results into different actionable steps, you can say step one is my new result. Um, your result can be you want to save um, a millionaire in a year, or let's say uh, twelve. It, it, $120,000 in a year. So that means you need to save $10,000 every month. So instead of focusing on the $120,000 you need to save in a year, start focusing on, I need to save $10,000 this month. F- apart from the fact that it reduces how overwhelming um, your results can be, it you know, helps you get to that result faster. Because if you keep thinking about 120000 naira at the end of this year, you, you, you can easily um, lose out on the process. Because you think about 120000 naira every year, and in the first month, you save nothing. And you just tell yourself, yeah, it's fine. As long as I just eventually have the 120000 naira at the end of the year, I can keep spending as I wish and okay maybe by march i will hit some big money and save maybe 60000 air out of this big money and i will be left with saving just the 60000 air um for you know, at the end of the year or something like that you know when you do that you have just um taken your life put it on a roller coaster and this roller coaster has broken and you um you are you are swinging out of the roller coaster not knowing where you are going to land because you have no process You were just thinking about the results. So to enjoy the process, you just need to start thinking, how can I save $10,000 this month? You achieve that. That's your new result. You focus on achieving that. Then you go to the next step. The next step is saving another $10,000 in February. So you go to that step. You try to achieve that and you would see that you'll be enjoying this process because at every mini result you achieve, you, you, you have this feeling of joy and encouragement that pushes you to achieve the next result. And um, this, this goes into the compounding effect that, um, you know, just it compounds your motivation and encouragement and helps you get to your results faster. Because maybe after your fourth month of saving 10,000 every month, you feel like, okay, um, how about I save 15,000 next month? Because your motivation and encouragement has improved, now you are even closer to achieving your 120,000 per year goal just by that compounding motivation and compounding encouragements that you already have um, by focusing on those many results. Next, I have the key to owning the world is mastering yourself. Okay, Um, Stephen Bartlett said something uh, when I was listening to one of his podcasts, Um, I can't remember the exact title of this episode, but what he said was, um, to become somebody, and not just anybody, the way to become like all of the people you admire is by being you, because that's exactly what they did. So, what am I trying to say? A lot of people try to see um they have a role model and they see what they do and then they start doing exactly what these people do because they want to be like this person. And um yeah, so when Stephen Butler said that I I, I started thinking it, think, thinking to myself and I was like, Do I have a role model? That was the first question I asked myself. And I, I don't think that I have one role model that I adore so much. That I think like I just want to be like you when I grow up. I have so many people. Um I have Jeff Bezos, I have um I have Stephen Barnett himself, um, I have Mark Cuban. Uh yeah, those are the three people that I think I can just like mention right now. But I have so many others that I just look up to and I'm like, Oh yeah, um, this person has done something amazing, something great in this industry and I, I want to be um like you. Um, company-wise, I I admire Google and what they do, Um, not just the engineering but their business generally. Um, Yeah. So, I started thinking about that and then I asked myself, am I trying too hard to be like this person? And um, I realized that not having one you know, specific role model that I adored so much, you know, it made me not be that kind of person that would just see this person and then model my life, you know, like this person does, right? So, um, so here, uh, being yourself is exactly what they did, and that is why they are who they are right now. Um, you like Elon Musk because he is Elon Musk. You don't like Elon Musk because he tries to be Jeff Bezos. You like Jeff Bezos because he is Jeff Bezos, right? So if you want to be as great as these people are, you need to just be yourself, right? Just be yourself. Um, You can take tips from their lives. I'm doing this podcast right now. It's me taking a tip from Stephen Bartlett that says, um, document your life. That is been taking a tip from Stephen Bartlett. You can take tips. Um, you, you you can emulate a routine, but you don't have to model your life exactly like them. You don't have to say because Elon Musk doesn't go to parties, I am not going to go to parties. Because Elon Musk doesn't um, believe in God, I'm not going to believe in God. That's the way to, um, live a good life. So like, or oh, that's the way to be successful or something like that. Don't do that. Just be yourself, and um, that's the first step to owning the world master yourself understand who you are um, watch yourself i keep saying this every time understand your progress rates understand your efficiency and a very good way to do that is by of course documenting your life okay um i think those are the points those are the um, mindsets uh changing points i wanted to talk about um in this episode so Um, I'm going to just head into my personal diary now, Um, in the sense I'm I'm going to talk about things that I am experiencing right now, I'm going to talk about what I have learned from that experience, and um, share that with with you right now, of course. So let's just head into my diary. Okay, so remember once again that uh, I'm just doing this at the top of my head, so these are those points I scribbled. Um, on my diary um, across the week, and I'm just going to um, share some of that with you. Um, So I think um, one of the most important things here is um, dealing with office politics is hard. So um, career-wise, I'm a software engineer, I've been a software engineer for about four years, Uh, been working professionally for about three years, and um, it has been a cool journey. Um I started my career working as a remote uh software engineer. I was working from home, but now I am working um in an in an on-site environment, pardon me. Um and yeah, so working on site means that you have to deal with office politics um for sure. So it's a kind of hybrid system really, but I, I spend most of my um Weekdays in the office, anyways, because I, I enjoy the office. I enjoy um, the environment, um, you know, discussing with my um, other teammates and uh, collaborating and all that. Um, but yeah, this breeds um, into office politics because there's more people in happening, <laughs> so uh, you get to interact with the management directly. Um, you get to interact with your top. Um, managers um whoever you are reporting to directly interact with you in, in real time you can see them physically they can assess your attitude your dressing your behavior uh, how you talk to your teammates and your facial reaction you know it's different when it's a work from home nobody cares you know, you rarely see your faces, you join a call, or you have to share his audio, you talk about what you're doing, the other person talks about what he's doing, nobody really sees anything, they just hear audio, and that's just it. Um, so, I, in dealing with office politics, I just, uh, I, I just scribbled out some other points that I think would help um, for anybody that that's working in that kind of um, environment as well. Um, so, the first point is this. Remember that I. This is me writing for myself. Let your work speak for itself. Um, when when you need to when you need to deal with office politics, most of the time you need to. You you need not announce your worth. You need not announce how great, how good, how super cool you are. You need to let your work show itself to say, okay, this guy's work is so amazing, right? And uh, yeah. People should be able to identify your work, see your work, and be like, wow, that's really cool. And it was done by this guy, and he deserves some praise or appraisal or whatever. But as a catch, um, sometimes your work might not be very visible to your direct manager, so it's important to state your impact. Um, I'm a backend engineer, so most of the time, my work is not visible to my current manager, um, so it's hard to to sometimes leave my work to show for itself in the sense that you don't get to see um, how I have to deal with performance, you don't get to see how I have to deal with um, working with different um, database structures, um, working with, uh, um, you know, building the business logic, and I, I work in a fintech company, so... There's just a lot of sensitivity um, in the way we write the logic for um, every piece of uh, um, activity or feature that we build. So um, my direct manager is someone that is kind of more focused on the look and feel um, and just clicking a button and letting it work. So just do whatever you have to do to make it work, that kind of person. So, so yeah, it's hard to let your work show for itself in that kind of scenario right so if you're in that kind of situation uh it's important for you to state your impact but there's still a catch to that for you to be able to state your impact you must let your work speak for you first again and what does that mean um you you should not be stating your impacts based off or uh based on the fact that you just do your work right because that, that's not going to sell i don't think that's going to sell at all but your impact can really be sold when you actually do something that's really um maybe improves performance improves costs um of the company um you know something around that line so a quick example about myself uh um sorry for the non-techy guys (laughs) that are probably listening to this but so uh we have an aws server of course um so i work closely with the devops engineer to set all of that up and um we have some asynchronous processes um that also involves some pub and sub um kind of um system um i'm really sorry again for (laughs) for the guys that are not inclined in tech but i just need to explain this um but I had to use a service that cost about um, roughly $70 every month. Um, whether or not we were using this service, just for keeping the service on, it cost us about $70 every month. I, re- I discovered that that was bad for costs because this company is a startup and I decided to make more research to find, um, to look for something that was um, less than it cost. And, with good research, um, I am the DevOps um, engineer. I can't take the credits alone. We discovered something that would actually cost zero dollars every month, from seventy to zero every month in a year. That's saving of that's saving thousands of dollars every year, just from um, because of that single action I took. So it was easy for me to brag with that, and uh, because I know that my direct manager cannot see my impact that kind of impact is not something that he can see at all because, I mean, like I said, it's focused on the look and feel. So, because I could do that, because I could, you know, show the fact and figure about how much I have saved the company in costs now and in the future, it was easy for me to say, hey, look, well, I'm good at this, right? I have done this, I have done this and, you know, that's why I'm badass. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I, so I just feel like... Um, you may need this if you ever have to deal with office politics, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you think you're not appreciated enough for the kind of work you do. And I know how daunting it can be. um, Office politics, once again, is hard. Um, Before I close on this episode, I wanted to say a little bit about um how I got here and um, what I have done to get here. By getting here, I mean recording this podcast. Um, I've told you what inspired me. I've told you um, like the purposes that drive me to record this podcast. Um, I write on this diary, and this diary was, was given to me as a gift. Um, hopefully, you'll be listening to this, uh, I don't know, at some point in the future. But I'm recording this particular episode exactly um, three days to my birthday, and I got... This exact diary, I got it as a gift, um, as an early birthday gift from somebody very special who def you would you guys would definitely meet at some point <laughs> in this podcast. And uh, I'm recording this from my laptop from my PC. Um, I have I do not have a mic set up. And right now, I am recording in my office. Um, it's about eight PM. After work hours, and I stayed back just to, um, articulate and record this podcast. It's twenty seventh of September, three days to my birthday, and uh, that's where we are right now. So that's it for this episode, guys. Um, I hope it was a great introduction to, um, the journey, and, uh, hopefully, uh, I'll be able to get you to follow along in the future episodes and you will join me as I carry you on my journey. I hope nobody is following me, but if you are, don't show anybody the way.